Welcome in to another episode of the Dude and Bird Show. I'm the dude. Bird hair's freezing. Yeah, is it? It's cold. I know, it is. Winter's here. Like, fall's here for like maybe a few weeks and that was that. Yeah, when people woke up this morning, it was like 15 degrees out. Brutal. Terrible. People all have the like, heat on if, now. If it was after Thanksgiving, I would accept this, but this is a little too early for November. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you worked a football game last night at Fenway. Oh, it was brutal. Brutal. So I bet it was I can, really cold. I mean, I dressed appropriately, but like, as soon as it started, the wind started blowing, I was just like, oh my God, stop the madness now. <laughs> then there was a ton of high school football games last night. There was a few this morning that probably kicked off at like 10 a.m. Yeah, then I got to go to Lowell today for the Everett High game. What time's that? Five. Oh, yeah, it's going to be cold tonight when it's, you go to that one. I mean, I'll be, I'll be in a truck, but still. Yeah. Do post, you have heat post, in there? Yeah, we have a little heater in there. Oh, nice. Yeah. And nice. Then post game, we'll just break it down. The only time I'll probably be cold. Cool. Won't be that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, make sure you go follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dude and Bird Show. Like us on Facebook. If you're listening to us, you already know where to find us. But make sure you review and rate us and subscribe to us on iTunes. Hey, we got breaking news. Do we? Oh, yeah. What do we got here, Bird? So, from a Red Sox player, Josh Beckett arrested last night. Oh, my dude. What do you do? <laughs> Drunk and disorderly. Nice. <laughs> he apparently had too much chicken and beer last night. Yeah. He was at a club in Texas. Some country band was playing. He legit went friggin' what's that linebacker? Tate? What's that? Oh uh, yeah. There's a Terry Tate. Ter- he full up blown Terry Tate ran on the stage and tackled the lead singer and tore his rotator cuff. The lead singer's rotator cuff. That's awesome. Josh Beckett hurt the lead singer. He I don't lit know, his ass up. I don't know what country <laughs> song he was playing to piss him off to make him want to tackle him, but that's hilarious. I'm sorry, that's funny. That's, that's fantastic. Hilarious. I'm just shocked by this. <laughs> well, well, I sh- well, I shouldn't be shocked. Yeah. You're not shocked in the sense that he's the one to do it, <laughs> yeah. but you're shocked because it happened. And the, yeah. I'm, I feel bad for the country singer that got hurt. <laughs> he's just probably singing Boot Scootin' Boogie from <laughs> yeah. God Fox the next thing you know. Go play Brooks and Dunn. Huh? How about a little Brooks and Dunn action? Yeah, him Billy too. Ray Cyrus. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's probably playing some old school <laughs> country song. He's like, no! I don't like None this. of my presents! Yeah. I want to hear Black <laughs> Betty. Basically. <laughs> Devil went down to Georgia. That's awesome. So he got arrested last night, and he probably made bail today. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's hilarious. He spent the night in the drunk tank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so funny. Oh, and one thing we have, too, before I hit the start in five. What's up? If anybody out there plays hockey or roller hockey, right? I play in a league on Wednesday nights in Lakeville at nice. the Lakeville Athletic Club. And one of the teams, they're really good, but they might dissolve because they don't have enough guys. So if you're interested in playing next session... Check out their website, dude. And you live in the South Shore. Yeah, it's LakevilleAthleticClub.com. Well, there used to be a team that used to drive down from Saugus. Really? Then there was a team that used to drive down from New Hampshire. It's right off of 495, Route 18, 140, 79, 105. So if you're down in the South Coast, South Shore area, it's pretty easy to get to. It's not far off the highway. It's right near the rotary where uh, Friendly's is, if you're familiar with the area. But they're looking for guys, dude. Team's called The Storm. Check them out. If you're looking to play, check out the website. There's a Facebook page for it and everything. There's another hobby for you guys if you're interested in that. Yeah. Perfect. Because they need guys, and they're really good. They're good guys. Like, I feel bad that they might lose the team. And I told them that they could come join the Nappy Roots if they wanted, but we already have too many guys. So <laughs> Nappy Roots. Yeah. Jeez, dude. <laughs> we used to be called the Psychos when we, when we uh, originally started playing roller hockey. And then the, they switched over the surface in and made it another uh, indoor soccer field. Uh-huh. So that league dissolved, and then it moved to Holbrook. That was in Canton. They moved to Holbrook. And then when we rejoined, we became the franchise. Nice. And then 
now with the nappy roots playing in Lakeville. <laughs> but if anyone's interested, yeah, like, go nuts. Hit it, hit us up. I Let can't me skate. Know. I can't skate for shit. Yeah, because they need guys, and I'm awful. I feel it. bad. But anyways, coming up today on the starting five, mm-hmm. starting off at number one, the reverse curse strikes again. <sighs> I'm gonna crap on you so hard, dude. Ever since May 12th, when <laughs> the whole Brady announcement of him being on the Madden cover, that's when it all began. Because he definitely made the deal with the devil on Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, he did. So definitely. there's that. Number two, we'll do the Patriots pat down because uh, we we hit on that in that last show. But we just want to go over a couple things with Denver and some of the uh, roster moves that happened here. Mm-hmm. Number three, Tice <laughs> and his T-shirt selection. Lately, he's been wearing a black shirt, and every time he does, Bird texts me about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'll get to that. I'll, get, I'll yeah. come back to me. It's about funny. It. It's, it's good. <laughs> I have a surprise for Bird here in the four hole. I have no idea what this is. Mm-hmm. I'm nervous. Then at number five, we have our usual rundown. We'll uh, we'll we'll talk a little baseball action. Maybe a little hockey down there just for food. Slams will bang. You already know the deal. Birdcage. Oh, yeah. The whole rundown. Mm-hmm. Everything we do here on the show. Yep. It all leads up to that. Yes. Really. Mm-hmm. That's kind of why we suck you in. That's how we do it. Yeah. Good tease. Big market tease there, Bird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, the reverse curse. That you started. Yes. Has struck again. As now, I, as now, I, now who? Okay. Who have you Horford, heard this time? Horford is suffering from a, a concussion. Yep. Quote unquote. Yep. So he hasn't played in a couple games now. Kyrie left last night's game, yeah. Friday night matchup against the Hornets. Uh-huh. He left because he took Baines's elbow to the face. Really? Yeah, dude. I didn't see it. I was like, some clearly. good blood action there. Nice. It, de- it definitely wasn't rated E for everyone at that point. <laughs> Tatum, we had a nice little ankle scare earlier in the week. Yeah, we did. But he's back and playing. Good. So that's that's really good. That's great. When's Krejci finally going to return? He's practicing. What was his injury again? He's on the surface. I forget. I didn't. Um, he has, he's mind. had like serious injuries and just come back to it. He's, yeah. He had a punctured lung, so I'm not going to question we need him. him. I know he'll be back sooner or later. We need him. That's that's my issue. When's he returning? Because what are we, six, so five far and over two? the life of his last contract, he's been the biggest waste of $7.5 million a year. Wow. Yeah. It's a statement. Dante Hightower uh-huh. has officially been placed on the IR. So he ain't coming back. Yep. Shay McClellan mm-hmm. finally came back from the IR, started practicing, re-injured himself, <laughs> and now he's back on IR. Oy. So, uh, Oy vey, everybody. Our, our linebacker depth took a little hit there, but we've been surviving without him, but he would have been a key addition here. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We could have used that guy because coloring book's been out. So we're a little thin there. I don't know. He's probably losing color. Uh, yeah. He's a little pill. And the Pats mm-hmm. here going into Denver, they're going to be without Malcolm Brown, Marcus Cannon, and Chris Hogan. What's Hogan's injury? Uh, Leg? Was his? I think he was a concussion too. All right. I'll look it up. It happened last week, but I could be wrong. So that, what can Danny Amendola do? Don't go over the middle. <laughs> because right now it's going to be him and Gronk, essentially. Dorsett, he blows, but can he have a larger role in the offense? And the big acquisition here this week, claimed off waivers from the Packers, was our boy Martellus Bennett. I'm so pumped he's Marty back. Marty B's B. I'm Marty so B's back. back. Oh, I am too. Right when I saw that he got released, I tweeted out and 
You right. did. You called it. I was. I was. I was like, he's not coming back. Yeah, no effing way. He's gonna retire. And he cleared. I was surprised he cleared waivers because the Patriots were further down on the waiver wire. Because yeah, they're like bomb thirty. So we'll, we're lucky we picked him back up. And this year he's had twenty four catches for two hundred thirty three yards and no touchdowns. I I didn't look at the snap count, but I don't think they used him in a large role in the Packers offense. No, I, I barely saw him when I'm watching the red zone. I barely saw him actually in the red zone. Yeah. For packages or anything. He's really in there. It was really shocking. And money wise, it's not bad. We owe him a base of four hundred and twenty three grand. Okay. And then thirty seven grand a game. Just over a game. For a max of three hundred grand. Wow. So in total we could pay him at most seven hundred and twenty four thousand bucks, call it. It's not bad. No, it's not at all. To pick him up for down the stretch. And he's already a plug-and-play player yeah, for us. Yeah, he knows the system well. He's a LeGarrette Blunt 2.0. <laughs> like Leaves and comes back. But my issue is I want to know how bad his rotator cuff is. He was practicing already for us. I mean, I never... I mean, I heard, I dislocated my shoulder. I never had a rotator cuff injury, but that's a two totally different ball games. so I'm not going to sit here like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, depending on um, how bad it is. I mean, if you can't get his arm over his head like that. Yeah. I mean, I know you could put his arms to the sides and catch the ball, but sure. but over the head ones, that's where I'm going to be really cautious. Yeah, trying to lift up. Yeah. Depends. Between depends. that and the blocking, too. Yeah. It's a lot, that's a lot of stress to put on your shoulder there against those 350-pound beasts. Yeah. Well, they're not. That, I was. That's a dumb question. I was about to say they're not that big on the DN part of it. Some of them. <laughs> some, are, some of them. Are. Yeah. Yeah, you're right though. Yeah, and depending and on the blocking those linebackers, scheme, and those linebackers are flying in. Yeah, that's a lot of stress. It is. And if it's not too bad, and the severity's not bad, okay, so he gets a cortisone or something like that. Call it a day. He's ready oh, yeah, to go. He'll, he'll be taking the needle. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. But great plug and play addition there. Yes, he is. I'm pumped he's back because that's gonna help the Patriots in the red zone a lot more. He could be a decoy and Gronk could be wide yep. open. Like exactly. There's so many things they could do. Yeah, and they did great last year, and we didn't have Gronk down the stretch. So no, he, he, was, he, did, he did his job. He, he did. He wasn't anything spectacular. He did his job, and that was that. Yep. He didn't need to do anything too crazy. No, he, he did what we wanted him to do. Yeah. And hopefully coming back here will light a fire under his ass because I guess thing, he He ended, wasn't happy over there, that's yeah, what I was told. Things ended salty over oh, there. very salty. And the whole he reason why he went there is because he chased the money, and he said a point blank at the end of the season that he was going to leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And look at what happened. <laughs> he found his way back to New England when, really, he should have never left. It's another guy, man. That's the one thing that pisses me off yeah, in, but in I professional you, sports. Too many guys chase money. the money. He, I mean, I don't blame him for chasing the money. I don't. I don't either, but in the grand scheme of things. No, but Green Bay is a good team. If Aaron yeah. Rodgers was still playing, I guarantee you he'd probably still be there hurt and bitching about his money and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he wasn't bitching about his money. He was more so bitching about his time and his role in the team. Yeah, because it was like minimal. Because even when he was there with Aaron Rodgers, not much was going his way. I know, I understand that, but still, he, I think if Aaron Rodgers was still playing and the like, he, as soon as he went down, they just. They, the, yeah, I get it. Things could have been. Di- I could have. Things could have been suck. different. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hunley or whatever his name is was probably the worst quarterback in the league beside Brock Osweiler, maybe Deshaun Kaiser. But <laughs> other than that, it was pretty bad. It was. Things are terrible over there. But hell of a pickup. Oh, it's huge. That's a huge bill. That's such a bill power move. Yeah, it is. Such a bill power it move. It shocks me that all these teams passed on him, whether or not he, yeah his shoulder or his attitude or whatnot. Because like, they definitely crazy. talked to him before they put in the claim. I'm sure. 
Because I'm going to assume you're allowed to call the player's agent and be like, what's the deal with this guy? Is he okay? Is he going to pass a physical mm-hmm. type deal? Clearly, he did. I mean, you just said he was practicing. Yeah. So that's a good thing. Huge. I don't like for the remainder of the season for Bennett if he if he's in there just blocking or just you know being mm-hmm. a decoy or catching a few passes I'm okay with that I'm yep. not, I'm not, I'm not gonna expect no. Gronk like numbers from him I'm no. not he's, they're both yin and yang two different type of tight ends and that's a good addition too with he's a, with us being down and out with Edelman mm-hmm. and who knows what's up with Hogan because now you can run a lot of two tight end sets and that gives us the option to kick Gronk out wide. Remember when he hurt his shoulder in Atlanta? Yeah. Shoulder injury. Okay. So that's what that is. Okay. Makes sense. Oh, yeah, because he, yeah, he came down funny. Mm-hmm. I remember watching him walk off the field now that you said it. That was so long ago. That was, what, two weeks ago? I know. <laughs> that's probably why. So Danny Amendola is also questionable. Stefan Gilmore, Color and Book, Eric Rowe, and Marty B. Yep. Most of them probably should be playing. We'll see what happens, though. Is he playing? Is, is uh, Marty going to play this week? I'm not sure. I just know he was out of practice. So I'm sure wet. we'll hear more He's today after we'll we're happens. done recording the show. Yeah. If not, we'll hear it tomorrow before game time. Oh, it's a night, another night game. It's I hate these night games. I know. This one got flexed, didn't it? I think so. I think because originally... What, is it 4.30 now? No, no. It got flexed out of the 4 o'clock spot. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I, th- I was going to say, if it, if it got flexed... No, no, it was originally an 8.30. Oh, okay. Next week's the 4. The 4-something gotcha. game because they're playing in Mexico against Oakland. But this matchup, the Patriots are a road favorite. Seven and a half points. Denver is just imploding right in front of our eyes. And it's the largest one. Largest road favorite at the Broncos. Ever? In like years. Wow. Yeah. I don't remember where We I always have that, a tough time in Denver. Always. The pa- since... since I've been a teenager. We've always had a hard time playing Denver. Yeah, we're always. right around 500 when we're playing there. Yeah. But I still think we're going to go in there and blow doors. Why do you want to blow doors? <laughs> <laughs> but they're going to cover. Yeah. No, they're, they're not going to blow them out. Out. Like It's not going to be like when they're in Philly. When, what was that score? 51 20. They're going to win by at least 10. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. At least 10. I'll give you that. If you said more than 20 Hell, points. I'll even go two touchdowns. 14, all right, 10 to 14 points, yes. I agree with you on that. But I don't see more than 20. If you said 21 or 28, I'd be like, no, 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 no. Over under opened at 46.5, and, and it's gotten pushed down to a 44.5. Wow. Take the under. People are hammering. The under? Huh? Eh, depends. I'm taking the over. Right. I'm going to take the over on that just because... Think about it. If Denver puts up at least 10 points. But Brock's, Brock's the quarterback. They suck. I know. He sucks. And the defense hasn't been playing as well. I don't know if they're dogging it or if they're just getting frustrated over the fact that the team has not been playing well. All stuff to the coaching staff. Because really, the defense is stacked. Yeah, yeah. Von Miller. Von, if, Outstanding. If you could take any player from the Broncos defense and put him on the Patriots, who would it be? Him and Tlaib back in Boston. Pick one. All right, Miller. Me too. Von, I think Von Miller is the best linebacker in the NFL. He's top three. He's top three. He's he's unbelievable. Yes. He but uh, I'm with you. Tlaib would be number two, for sure. I'm trying to think who the down linemen are. I don't think there's anyone spectacular. 
Wolf, Wolf's pretty good. Yeah, he's decent. Otherwise, eh. nobody really. Just, Va- uh, just Vaughn's so good off the edge. He's so good at so driving fast. up the middle. Decent in coverage. Mm-hmm. Big boy. He was tremendous on Dancing with the Stars. I didn't catch any of that. <laughs> That's on you. I didn't catch any yeah, of that. Yeah, he was crap. good. He was on the same season with uh, Antonio Brown. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> but it's going to be a hell of a matchup Sunday night primetime. Hopefully the game flies. Dude and Bird Show is going to be watching that. I'll be watching it to like... It uh, depends. Yeah. Depends how late it is. Yeah, because you, up at you five. have work early. Yeah, I got to be up for TNR. Yeah. You're going with them uh, as as the big move here. Yes, I am. Because we might as well address that here because it's coming down the pike this week. Mm-hmm. So as everybody knows, Bird Bird works for the TNR radio program on 98 Father Sports Hub. And I also do, like, I help with Mix 1041 and the sports, and um, sports up duh, and um, Amp Radio with yep. promotions and marketing, a yep. lot of fun stuff. Yep. We both we both work for CBS Radio, as everybody already knows. If you if you don't follow us on Twitter and everything on our personal accounts or on Facebook or something, connect the dots. Yep. But either way, Bird is yeah, Bird is connected way. to the radio program mm-hmm. more so than the behind the scenes nowadays. Yeah. Ever since you took on that role when Adolfo left. Yes. So, CBS Radio has sold out to Entercom. Entercom had to divest, aka sell off stations mm-hmm. in the Boston market to. Be in compliance with the FCC. Yep. And with that being said, the Sports Hub has been sold or traded. No, let's say to, trade. To Beasley Media. Yep. Which, it, dude, it was. It was like a baseball deal. I, we'll was, thinking, you, I, was, thinking, I was thinking of something like We'll give you 98.5 The Sports Hub. I was thinking Hub. that or NBA. Yeah. For Magic, <laughs> 106.7 and 12 million bucks. The deal's been pushed through. So Bird's going to be moving there. Yep. The show's going to go on. Yes, it will. Regardless mm-hmm. of what happens to the dude. Because the dude... The dude's on a specific payroll, mm-hmm. and chances are I'm going to be moving along with the station that I'm on their payroll. I'm not going to say it right now just because nothing's set yeah. in stone yet. Gotcha. But regardless, the Dude and Bird show is going to live on. Yes, it will. So don't worry, people, <laughs> because you probably heard about it in Trade Pubs, Boston Globe. You saw it online. A lot of people have already heard about this move. Yeah. But yeah. other stations are going to be moving along to other clusters in Boston. Don't it doesn't really concern us that much. No, but just to let everybody know the Dude and Bird show is going to live on. Going strong, episode thirty-four. You know what else? What is going is going to live on and live strong? What is Tice's t-shirt selection? Oh yes, from the Celtics. <laughs> Every time this dude wears a black tee now. No, because Bird no, 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 no. I, I have to. It's hilarious. He, no, because he's been rocking the white t-shirt. I know. And when I saw him wear the black one, I was like, whoa, wait a minute, I got text. And dude. that's when I made the big stink, is because I wasn't a fan of the white t-shirt. I will give him the black T-shirt looks a lot better. I want him to see the. I want to see him rock the green one with the white jersey. Yeah, I want I'm, to see him do that. If he does that, I'm definitely buying in. I'm buying into <laughs> T-shirt ties. I, I bought into him as a player, kinda like decent, solid, decent guy. I'll take it. Decent piece here to come off the bench. But the T-shirts, not a fan. The black looks slightly better. I give him that because the white T-shirt, it's something you wear under a dress shirt or yeah, under formal. another shirt. Yep. Yeah. Whether you wear it under a jersey, like, whatever you wear it for, mm-hmm. fine. I get it. But on the basketball court, not a fan. <laughs> the black looks a little better. I want If you if he rocks the green one, I'm texting you with, like, fireworks and stuff. He should. He rock, rock the green one with the white jerseys. Yeah. And then either rock the white or the black tee with the green jerseys. I, I'd rather him rock fresh. the green jersey with the black tee. Okay, okay, yeah. That like, look, I think that would be yeah, pretty, yeah. not bad. That's nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
it's classic. Like yeah, it. and the black tee would be great if they when they wear the the green jerseys with the black print. Yeah, the black oh and white God, print. Yeah, yeah, I know you're yeah, talking yeah. about those are sick. Yeah, that'd be a nice move by him. But so <laughs> please wear the green t-shirt under the white jersey, please. Yeah, please. and they're, they're they're riding an 11 game win streak. Yeah, right yeah. Now, speaking of the Celtics, 11. And this week it's going to be a battle for them to keep it rolling. Who they got this week? We have the Raptors on Sunday. That'll be tough. Yep. Brooklyn Nets on Tuesday to beat them. <laughs> Golden State Warriors on Thursday. So I can see them possibly going two and two. Eight o'clock primetime game. Possibly two and two. But I like to see them go three and one. And if then they the go undefeated. Hawks, the Hawks on Saturday. Again? This Saturday yep. or next Saturday? Next Saturday, the eighteenth. I feel like we've been playing the Hawks like every other day. Yeah. <laughs> see that's good. I know. Oh yeah, and uh we forgot to hit this in the beginning too. What? Today is November 11th. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Sorry, guys. Happy Veterans Day. Yes, to all the To vets. everybody out there. All the veterans. Active I'm... active service members. Yep. Past service members. Everybody that made the ultimate sacrifice. Thank mm-hmm. you for your service. Yes. We appreciate it. We wouldn't be able to sit here and record this podcast if it wasn't for you guys protecting our freedom. That's about love and respect. Yes. God bless the USA and God bless you. Thank you for your service. Yes. Couldn't have said it any better, Bird. Thank you. Short and sweet. Yes. That's all they want. Yep. I think. <laughs> yeah. And to the point. That's how they roll. Mm, that, yeah, that's true. That's true. In and out, baby, to the point. Mm-hmm. Go and get the job done. See you later. Get everybody home safe. Basically. That's the goal. From what my uncles and my grandfather told yep. me. Yep. <laughs> no man left behind. But they have, a chance. The they have a chance here to roll. Mm-hmm. They could. I, I mean, I want them to go four straight. We'll see what happens. And Knock everyone, on wood. It, yeah. It's possible, but no, everyone, everyone last night was like, "Oh, the refs are trying to blow the game." Blah blah blah. I'm like, "What are you talking?" I didn't watch the game. Why are you telling me this on Twitter? Like, <laughs> no, they're playing great, man. Great team basketball. Everyone's picking up the slack. Jalen Brown had a nice double double last night. Ten points, thirteen boards, and that's what I want to see out of him. He should be a double double machine. All the rookies are stepping up, huge. I like I it. I love it. Oh, it's amazing. That's what we need. Because especially with Kyrie going out in the middle of the game last so night. So what happened with that? He got elbowed in the face by his own teammate? Yeah. By accident? Yeah. All right, that happens. No, it does. And the rest of the team just stepped up and yep. took it home? Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, and they so, grind. So. That was a that was a legit grind-out win. Were they down by 18 again? No, I forget what they were. They were, it was, they were down. I forget the exact number. Like 12 It was fluctuating, but okay. they grinded that out in Good. the second half of the game Beautiful. to pull out that W. They're resilient. They're a resilient team. They can be down 20, 25, and they'll come back, find a way to come back. Yeah, you would, th- you would think back. that the team was a bunch of underdogs. They st- I think they still are, and, but they have fight. Yeah. These underdogs have fight. They they're have not going to quit. No. I like them a lot. It's fu- they're very fun to watch. It's, it's tough not to uh, be positive about these guys. Mm-hmm. Like we said in our previous one, mm-hmm. we got excited over beating the New York Knicks. I'll bring mm-hmm. that up every time. <laughs> hey, dude. It sucked. Yeah, that was that was the uh second win here of this of this ten. After this the F U, F U F U to the after the um I, I can't even say his name. After Carrie Irving told that fan to F off. Yeah. Yeah, the S is D. That's so funny, dude. I bet I wonder how often that happens in sports and people oh my don't God. know about it. Oh, it happens more than oh please. Please, even before camera phones and all that, it yeah. happened a lot. Oh uh, yeah, I remember going to the guy when I was a kid for Bruins and Celtics games. I would hear every swear and racist. I'd be, slur in the I'd world. be throwing up the double sticks Ugh. to fans if I was a player. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna give you the Stone Cold. 
It's flipping all the birds. I'd be like, who cares? I don't care if you take a picture of me. Here. It'll last longer. Snap it. Make sure you tag me if you post it so I can retweet you or something. <laughs> it's funny. I, Hey, what are you going to do, man? You just got to smile. Yep, That's exactly. All. Just take it all with a grain of salt because fans are going to be critical of you. They're going to talk smack to you. It's yeah. inevitable. Oh, yeah. They pay them to do that. Yeah. Chance to show, pay them money to sh- exactly, watch you guys. Exactly, dude. And they're going to say whatever the elf they want. People were all over Alonzo Ball this past week when he was here. Oh, my God. I that love was it. so good, dude. They, they announced his name. And boo. Yes. They, yes. Like, they rode his ass the whole game. I know. Every time he touched the ball, boo. I'm like, yes. I love it. As he should. Yeah. Welcome well, to Boston, kid. Blame your dad for all those boos. No, seriously, <laughs> though. A lot, I bet if his father. If his father didn't say anything, like, okay, it's just another rookie. Yeah. Whatever. Yep. He would have just heard the noise when he was at the foul line. Exactly. But no, his father's running his mouth for his fa- his kids, and he has to suffer the consequences of dad's pant, actions. Lord. Such a pain. Birdcage for that Emma, mother effer. Oh, yeah, he's in there for life. Yep. He's in there. Um, you're telling me, dude. All right, what's a surprise for me? Oh, you want it? Yeah, I want it now. Okay. I want it right meow. Huh? I want it right meow. We have, we have breaking news here on the Dude and Bird Show. So. Oh, God. Shaquille O'Neal yeah. has responded to the Big Shaq freestyle. No. Dude, DJ Diesel. Uh-huh. Oh, I remember him. He, dude, he spits it. He spits down a fat track here. Like, this is, a, he legit, he legit, like, produced a track, like, a diss track. That's amazing. Dude, it's so good. All right, play it for me. Stop. All right, just, just. It's, not, it's not Roadman Shaq. I'm Big Shaq. There's <laughs> so a lot of people that are named after me. <laughs> I'm just going to let it roll. Shaq. I'll keep. I'll try to keep quiet. But keep in mind, it's only one. Enjoy, everybody. It is I, the originator, the dominator, the creator. Don't you ever call your name Big Shaq. Last man who called himself Superman still ain't got no rings. Roadman Shaq. Army scraping the black card. I got a leak in the backyard. I got gators, got snakes in the backyard. Superman on a dock in the backyard. Even got a safe in the backyard. Got a Rory Bentley in the backyard. I can tell when you spit. Roadman Shack, you can never be me. You're not really a factor. I'm just sitting here about to win. Ain't got to spend a whole lot of ends. See me, Ben. Hall of Fame Shack, these first battle, that's me. You know the spot I'm in. A ball like I gotta win. Don't care who I offend. Play with, do not pretend. I am not from this planet, therefore I'm not your friend. Can't stop the rain, can't block the wind. Top on the dome when I drop the bins. Robert Dean, you wanna jump in the ring and compete with these? Nigga, please, why you even talk to me? You ain't a boss to me, you're soft for league, off the cheese. Temperature, raise the temperature, high degrees, dive the eyes, cross the D's. Hit him with a rabbit flow, why they acting like I never rap before? Cause I played a little bit of basketball, and made a lot of bitty bitty cash to blow. Pull up in your block in a Titanic, rocks in the watch look gigantic. Move like a one-man army, if you got Shaq D's on your side, then why panic? Paparazzi with binoculars, TMZ got photographers, <laughs> Mr. Red, Red, Red Carpenter, Shaq D's is the one who they holler for, don't you ever disrespect Vi. Name. All I really got is my name. These will spit that propane. Bro, man, Shaq, you should be ashamed for saying. The thing goes
Shaquille O'Neal's got a featured guy here. Shaq is dope. I love how they just throw in his voice in there too. Oh, dude, it's so good. They had to there. So he had this guy, Shaq is dope or whatever his name is, featured on the track. That's awesome. But dude, that's like a legit, like produced track. Oh yeah, from Shaquille O'Neal. Like, what's up, Big Shaq? <laughs> this is what I got for you. Shaq ain't effing around. Nah, dude. Shots I fired. I love it. Shots fired. I love how the, the other guy's like, oh, you're from London. Go have biscuits with your tea or whatever he says. It's like, <laughs> uh, Shaquille O'Neal, coming, hey, coming back hot. Hey, that was a great surprise. I loved it. Coming back hot. That was hilarious. Dude, you just don't mess with Big Shaq. Just don't. Yeah. You're not the real win. Shaquille O'Neal. The real Shaquille just don't mess with him. Like, you can bust his balls and say what you want, but you just don't go at him. No. Just don't. Stop the madness with that. It's silly. It why, is. Why you, you'll you lose. That? Yeah. If you're doing that for attention, just stop. Clearly, he just barked back, and you look like a fool now. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Uh, it's so funny. It is. It's hilarious, but jeez, dude. Shaq's coming in. We're, we're going to have a... We got a rap. Uh, we got a big beef here brewing. I don't know. Why, why, you, why, are you messing, why are you messing with Diesel? You don't mess with Shaq Diesel. No. Nah. Just don't. Nah. Stop it. He's gonna box your ass out of the rap game, man. Oh my God, he'll just embarrass you. Just like, just, just quit while <laughs> quit while you're ahead, dude. Uh, you did your thing. You, you dissed him. Now just move on. Just, just go pick on another NBA basketball player. The ting goes. <laughs> so they just there's a video that came up the other day. It was I want to say he was at Buzzfeed or something, but Big Shaq was there. Yeah, and they they tried to make him hot. So they they kept giving him shirts to put on, and he had on like layer after layer after layer, and he's like, "Man, still not hot." What? Man, still not hot, dude. You should have seen this up. And then some of it he wouldn't put on because he didn't like it. Yeah, that makes sense. He's like, "Oh, I don't like this." I ain't putting it on. And he like throw it, and they'd give him another shirt. And legit, and you'd comment on everything that he'd put on. It'd be like a tank top. He'd be like, "Oh, muscle man with this." Like put it on, <laughs> yeah. dude. It's so just funny. And he stuff. still wasn't hot, and he just stand there looking like uh, well, like twenty layers on his face. Yeah, he's looking like the, the tie of marshmallow man, <laughs> and he's still like, "Man's not hot. Men don't get hot." What? That's like, crazy, dude. I'd be sweating my ass off. Oh, you'd see just just a river coming down my forehead. Yeah. Oh my god. He has some self control to not get hot. How did dude? I, dude, I can't. I have no self control. My body's just like, nope. Water. Yeah. This Everywhere. homie's wearing like winter jackets inside. <laughs> Mine's not hot. Okay, pal. I'd be hot as. Dude, I'd be sweating my face off. No, if oh. I was sing- if I was single and I was 
we're gonna with the jacket inside a pie like that. I'd be no, no one's gonna want to approach me. I'm sweating my balls off. No one, yeah, dude, no, you have the like worst, that. the worst swass, swick, and swalls Ugh. ever. Ugh. Ugh. No thanks. No. I'll pass. <laughs> uh, I don't know why I brought this. I don't know why I'm bringing this up with the swag okay. and stuff. But <laughs> no, I was thinking of rock and roll, Mike. I don't know why yeah. I brought that up. Yeah, I was at Fenway last night looking for him. I was. There was some downtime I had, so I was on Lansdowne Street. Yeah. They had a concert going on. I was walking up and down looking for him. Couldn't find him. No. I screamed, Rock and roll, Mike. You live outside. Rock and roll, Mike. Where are you? And some of the bouncers like, I'm like. You saw him last week. He's like, yeah, I haven't seen him yet. Yeah. Rock and roll, Mike. Where I told you? some of the bouncers, like, here's my number. If you see him, tell me. I will have no problem driving wherever I am. If I'm at the Everett Lowell game and I get a text, he's here, I will leave. No problem and chase him down. <laughs> you should, like, print out his picture. And get, no, they like, know what they look like. No, no. Get a burner phone and put that phone number on the flyer and go post flyers all around the <laughs> telephone poles in the area. Like Rocket, the, if like you the see Rocket, call this number. Yeah, yeah. with idea. this picture and just go around and post them everywhere. Why did I think of this earlier? God damn it. Because you don't want to give them your real phone number or someone else's no, phone no, number, no, so you no, get no. a burner phone. No. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. So people can call that and go get one for like 10 bucks at Walmart. Yeah, that's all. Oh, all damn you, it. Yeah, it's a good idea. You should but, go do that. But I have my security friends. Mm-hmm. And we have cameras everywhere. I'm like, you see him, you text me, you call me. I don't care what I'm doing. You Birds got eyes in the sky. Oh, I, got, I have eyes in the skies and men on the streets. I'm they're ready. Where are you, rock and roll, Mike? Oh, come. Uh, that'd be awesome, him and Gene Simmons. Yeah. It'd be hilarious. Oh, my God, I know. All the dudes from Machine, which Fred said yesterday. I'm like, oh, my God, yes. <laughs> Either one of them coming in, I'm going to be happy. It's Gene Simmons and Guy from Machine or Rock and Roll Mike. I'm going to be happy either way because it's going to be radio magic. I'm excited for Monday. I, you have no idea how pumped I am. <laughs> I'm going to be tired as F, but still, I'll be ready to rock. Oh, yeah. Ready oh. to rock. <laughs> I don't know why Winter would make me bring... I don't know why that topic brought up, Michael, brought up Rock and Roll Mike. Yeah, that works. It's fine. <laughs> so this oh. week... On the rundown. Yep. I'm sure most people have already heard. Cy Young pitcher, MLB great, Roy Halladay, passed away. He died in a single person, plane crash, single engine. He was flying over the water, a little too close. Something happened, whether it was pilot error or something with the plane. Regardless, he passed away. Yep. So, God rest his soul, rest in peace, Roy Halladay. Yep. Before I go into Roy Halladay, the plane, right? Yep. So. What about it? I heard on the news that there's been issues with that particular aircraft over the last few years since the, it came the, out. Yeah, the engineers that made that plane, they're dead. They're dead. So what's that tell you about that plane? Yeah, there's like one person who's if, associated with making the plane. If, I, if I'm if i an engineer, no, if I'm an engineer, if I'm an engineer and I have test dummies by my plane and God forbid someone dies, I'm like, all right, no, scrap it. Let's try something. Let's let's try to modify it, make it better. Let, let's make it, you know what I mean? Yeah, because there's been a handful of reports of crashes associated to that model. Yeah, a lot of accidents. It's basically a jet ski in, in the air. That's mm-hmm. what I was told. Like, I get it. If you want to fly single engine planes, go for it. But it's the choice in which the planes that you use because you don't, you hear about Cessnas going down. That's probably one of the most common personal single engine planes out there. Mm-hmm. You don't hear about those going down much. No. But also, it's the way in which you fly it. But there's risk in everything you do. Yeah. 
That's that's the one thing about it. there's risk in flying your own plane. There's risk in flying in a commercial jet. Mm-hmm. Hell, there's risk of us just driving in here to record this podcast. In an accident, that something might happen bed. to us. Yeah. There's, there's risk just walking down the street. <laughs> I'm not laughing. Yeah, you, I'm laughing. Yeah, you know why I'm laughing. No, yeah. So there's risk associated with everything. Mm-hmm. It's just misfortunate in which the way he passed away. Yes, it is. It's sad. So Very if sad. you're gonna fly planes, people, just be careful. Think about think about your actions. And how and what you're doing it. I think That's one all. of the calls was saying he really? didn't have enough like experience, not like, enough experience. Like he, for what he was ta- maneuvering. A guy, yeah, a guy taught him. Yeah, and basically if, the way he was maneuvering, he should have got up like several thousand more feet to do those maneuvers that he was doing. Mm-hmm. I guess he was too close to the water. Yeah, not enough, uh, not enough space, not enough. Um, what's that word I'm looking for? <laughs> yeah, space is good. All right, space. buffer zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should have been more depth. Yeah, because he didn't have as many flight hours as maybe some other pilots. And he bought that plane. It's like a $200,000-plus plane, too, he was flying. And, and a, lot of, a lot of people will tell me, like, a lot of millionaires buy planes like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, makes for sense. For sure. But it's sad, man. Rest in peace. Wife and kids. Mm-hmm. But you know what? His legacy is going to live on. Yes, it is. He's, He's a, a great pitcher. Unbelievable. Shut down. Shut unbelievable. Down. He was a two-time... Two-time Cy Young winner. Give me the numbers. He was an eight-time All-Star. Nice. Came up in 98. Cool. His first full season was 99. 2002 was his breakout year. He started career-wise 390 games for 203 wins and 105 losses. Cool. It's pretty good. It is. It's not bad. Oh. He had a 3.38 ERA. Really? Mm. I thought it'd be two-something. He threw 2,749 innings. Damn. It's a lot of innings yeah, for 2,117 Ks. It's pretty. That's like 0.8 Ks a game, uh, an inning. It's pretty good. So basically, one strikeout an inning. Oh yeah, almost. Pretty close. 2002 was his first. Was his big breakout year. He started 34 games. This guy started. He was a starting machine. There's only like two years that he didn't start more than 30 30 games. Something Due like to injury? that. Injury. Pretty much. He was close. All right. 2002, he started 34th games, went 19 and 7, had a 2.93 ERA, mm-hmm. threw 239 innings, 168 Ks. The next year, 2003, that's when he won his first Cy Young. Started 36 games. Wow. It's a lot of games, yeah, man. Is. He went 22 and 7 with a 3.25 ERA. So obviously, those the rest of those games were undecided, basically. Yeah. All right, just making sure. And he had 266 innings Damn. pitched, 204 Ks. That's good. Obviously. Yeah. Dude was a savage. <laughs> yeah, he was. Then he won another Cy Young in 2010. He started 33 games that year. Went 21 and 10 with a 2.44 ERA. There we go. That's what I was. That's the numbers I was looking that's for. That's gross. It's disgusting. Disgustingly awesome. Yeah, that's the year um, he got a few MVP votes because he had he was phenomenal, dude. He pitched 250 innings and had 219 Ks. I read he um. When he got his no-header, he bought the whole team, like, wristwatches. That was pretty cool. I believe it. The next year, in 2011, mm-hmm. he got snubbed for the Cy Young that year against Kershaw. Because he still went 19-6 and six and had a 2.35 ERA. Damn. <laughs> was he, he in Philly dude, or Toronto at the uh, time? Philly. Philly, okay. He threw 233 innings that year. Wow. For 220 Ks. It's good. He spent 16 years in the MLB. 12, 12 seasons with the Blue Jays and four with the Phillies. We saw a lot of them as Red Sox fans when he was pitched for the Blue Jays. Oh, yeah. Dynamite. Yeah, it was. 
He was one of the pitches that I would have loved to have seen come to the Red Sox. I'm surprised he didn't. No. I wonder why the scouts didn't like him over here. Interesting. But I always drafted him, number one, when I do. Baseball fantasy? Yeah. On, on the video games. Oh. I, I usually do drafted teams. And whenever I do my baseball one, he he was usually my number one pick. Because he was so, such a dominant pitcher. Especially in that era where there was there was a lot of good pitches, man. In the early 2000s, he's pitch, he was pitching with the best of them. Yeah, he was. Hell of a... <laughs> Hell of a pitcher, man. Gone too soon. It's too bad. It is. But God rest his soul. And, man, he definitely left his mark. Oh, yeah, he did. The dock, as they called him. Because he did. He pitched with such precision. Picking corners. You want to go high, he hits him high, hits him low. Outside, inside. Wherever you need a, wherever you need a pitch. Tremendous control. <laughs> this guy's up, so pitch away and down on the inside. Okay. Yeah. And if you're a pitcher and you want to watch film, that's definitely some film you should be watching. Because you could learn a lot of things from watching a guy like him pitch. Get it done, people. It was good for him, man. So, with that being said, uh-huh. he is from, Roy Halladay is from Denver, Colorado. Okay. Did not know that. So, I want to turn around and dedicate this week's Slam and Soul Bang of the Week award to him. Ooh. So, we're going across the country. And we're picking our Slam and Slew Banger from Denver, Colorado. All right. I'm okay with that. We're going to the Mile High City. And then look, and we're playing in Denver this week, the New England Patriots. Perfect. Wow. That just <laughs> blew my mind. I didn't even realize that the Pats were playing there, too. Look at this. Everything's timely and relevant here on the Dudenberg Show. So, this week's Slam and Slew Banger of the Week award. Give it to me. Goes to Miss Kristen Retton. Who is she? Who is she, you ask? Yes, I'm asking. She started modeling at the age of 16. Okay. She had a bunch of guest appearances in television. She's an actress now. She was on The Andy Dick Show, The O.C. Oh, God. CSI. Uh Uh-huh. Days of Our Lives. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Great show right there. (laughs) You and my my father can watch those shows together. No, I'm not watching. That in general hospital. I'm not watching that. I'm not even home to watch it (laughs) at that time, and I'm definitely not DVNRing it. So, not happening. Oh, God. But her big claim to fame... Mm-hmm. Was landing the role as Ima Tight. Am I yep. saying that right? Yep, you're saying it right. From Sons of Anarchy. Okay. Yeah, so if you're familiar show, with the show, you, yep. you saw her on there. Mm-hmm. She's an absolute slam and slew banger. Yeah, she we, is. We were looking at her photos here on Google Images off air before we started the show, and I told Bert uh, we, we were going to roll like this on the program. And he's like, I'm down. Franklin was down. He was on board. Yeah. He liked the idea. He loves it. So we were looking over the, uh, the pictures, and whoo, baby. She's hot. Yeah, she is. She looks Fine. great for 35. She's 35? Yeah. I thought she was, I think it should be at least 30. Like maybe 28. Yeah, no. I was way off. Oh, yeah. Banging body. So, if you want to get familiar with her, make sure you punch her name up in uh, the Google machine. She'll come right up. She's hot. <laughs> I'm trying to find her husband. I can't think I can't think of his name right now. Well, what, from the TV program? Yeah. Yeah, I forget. Franklin, you know... No, he, of course he doesn't. He's, he's got his head up his ass. No, yeah, he's shaking his head no over there. Did you even watch the show, dude? What do you mean no? Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, I get you. I'm going to yell at you later. That's not even worth it right now. No, it's not. You better watch out in the parking lot, Franklin. Bird's coming for you. <laughs> he might jump off the uh, the top of the roof and drop a big dookie <laughs> on your head. <laughs> uh, Just give him a nice elbow drop. Yeah, yeah. You want to give him the birdcage? Yeah, give me one second. I'm looking for this freaking guy's name. All right, so as you look for that, Mm -hmm. uh, 
Barstool Chicago broke earlier this week. Yes, I'm pumped for that. The 2019 Winter Classic is going to be held at Notre Dame Stadium, and it's going to be the Chicago Blackhawks versus our Boston Bruins. Oh, that's beautiful. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. Sucks we got to wait two years for it. Essentially, well, a year once the next one happens. Like 13 months. The official announcement is going to come down the line, but... I know people are going to do road trips and oh, drive there. Dude, a lot of Bruins fans. That's a big-ass stadium. A lot of asses in seats in that place. I wanted to go to the uh, big house one with Detroit. And, um, yeah, that's a cool one. Who's Detroit playing? I think Tr- Detroit-Toronto. Yeah, that the big house cool that New Year's Day. Yeah. Oh, that looks sick. Yeah. He's he staying in the big house? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Dude, he be staying in the big house? Oh, no, he can't be staying in the big house. So <laughs> go back real quick. Yeah. Opie. Oh. That was Opie's wife. Okay. Okay. Opie's wife. Gotcha. Because Opie was... I'm not going to get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then Google it. Yeah. Get familiar. Figure it out on your own time. Exactly. Yeah. We don't have time here because we got to keep moving along here on this program. So, Birdcage? Yeah. All right. Three three individuals (laughs) are going to Birdcage, not for life, temporary. Until I feel like taking them out, because that's what I do. Okay. And the birdcage is Leangelo Ball, <laughs> Jaden Hall, and Cody Riley. These three goofballs <laughs> were in China. Okay, they're with the UCLA Bruins basketball team. They're in China. And they decided to shoplift. <laughs> what are you shoplifting in China? What is so big and important that you had to steal in the country of China? Like, yeah. w- like that's one of the countries you just don't steal. Yeah. You don't. China, North Korea, I don't like Syria, Russia, Mexico, Russia, uh, yeah. anywhere in Africa because they'll just chop your hands off. Yep. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm, no, I'm, sure. I'm sure it happens. Like it's, was it? I can't yeah. Some you want to go some spend time in a Chinese prison? Get out of here. No that. way. I'm not going. No, no. Nope. In the birdcage, you guys aren't thinking straight. What the hell are you trying to steal? Idiots. Some some China vases or something? I guess they some were fine in, China? what was it, the Louis Vuitton store or something like that? Oh, you can do that in America. I know. Idiots. And they the security oh. in China is probably way tighter than it is here when it comes to shopping like that. Because think about it, They have so many more people. Yeah. They have like, what, two billion people? Over yeah. There? Something like that. They have like billions of people. So you have to... That, it's definitely probably a high traffic area. But why the hell would you do that? It's dumb. And they're stuck in China for the next week or two. Yeah. Basketball team said, see you later. Yeah. And the Pac-12 commissioner's like, yeah... We're dealing with it, and I'm going back to the States, and good luck, guys. I don't blame them. Yep. If oh. I was China, I would ban uh, the Big Baller brand from setting up oh their pop-up God. shops yes. there. Because yes. they're trying to take the the Big Baller brand international. There was an announcement that they're setting up pop-up shops. Ain't going in China. Across the seas. Stupid. Why the hell they want to buy Big Baller brand over there anyways? They're not even established athletes. Like, no. Like, I can understand. It's not even an established brand. I can understand if they want, like, a championship, like a college championship and one NBA title or one or two. Yeah. Like a big name. But you're, not, you're nobody yet. You can build your brand up. The funny thing is, is all the buzz around it is generated by the father. Exactly. Because he's such a big mouth idiot. Oh, my God. Dude, shut you. He's in the birdcage for life. You join yeah. his son. Him and his yeah. son could be uh, jailmates for a yeah, few. Yeah, cellmates. Cellmates for a few. Yeah. God, that just, why are you stealing in China? I would yep. never steal. Why, uh, no. no, exactly. When I was on boat, I was on boat cruise. When I was on Royal Caribbean cruise, I've done like four or five cruises. I've done the whole Caribbean. I wouldn't even yeah. think of stealing. No. No. 
people uh, nuts. I don't know what went what went through his head. And if he really wanted something, and his father's such a big baller, why didn't you just ask him for money? Exactly. Maybe he didn't want to spend it. Or ask uh, the basketball program for some money. One of the board members, the trustee guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, I I need a, I need a couple I need a couple bills here. I'm trying to go shopping while I'm over here in China. Have you ever been shoplifting one of your friends? Oh yeah. I went. My buddy Jay's like, I'm gonna steal a sweatshirt, kid. I'm going to the changing room right now. I'm like, I want nothing to do with this. Oh yeah, right there. <laughs> He went in, changed. We walked out. He's like, "I'm gonna get away with it." Two, two, they two balked him. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Waiting right down the bottom of the stairs. I walked away, and the other cops like, "Just come with me." I, we know you had nothing to do with it. We have you on camera. Yeah. I'm like, I kept telling him, "Don't do it." <laughs> this one kid in high school used to load himself up with candy oh, bars at the, conveni- at the convenience store, dude. I never seen so many candy bars gaffed in my life. This kid was <laughs> reckless all the time with it. Dude, I'm like, yo, <laughs> I'm like, wait till they catch you, man, because they're going to catch you. The only thing I ever ganked was a golf cart. <laughs> you told me that story. That yeah. was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, whatever. That's, that's an awesome story. You should tell it one day. One day. Yeah, one day. We'll save that one. Yeah. Big market tease there. Huge. <laughs> uh, before we hit the just for food. So the Red Sox have officially promoted Dana Levangie yes, from the have. bullpen slash catch coach, whatever his role was, the yep. pitching coach. Good. So we had that question last week. We were wondering who the pitching coach was. That's who it is. The answer is here. Which is great because um, last week there was an article done up about the whole coaching staff and everything done by Ann Brown mm-hmm. for the Red Sox website. And Alex Cora, according to uh, Dave Dombrowski, Alex Cora said, uh, Alex told me when he took the job he wanted Dana to remain. He's kept the relationship and known Dana for years. So that was an easy one as Dana was already under contract. So Alex Cora already wanted this guy on staff. He was already in place. So chances are Alex Cora already had it in the back of his mind that he was going to want Dana as his pitching coach. Which is good. Give this guy a chance. The whole staff. The whole staff is built by... Either giving guys a chance. You have a good mix of new guys and new guys. Yes. It's good. That's what that's what we need here in this transition as a Red Sox franchise. Because mm-hmm. you have a bunch of young players and you have a few veterans mixed in. And then depending on how this offseason works out, we'll we could end up with some middle middle aged guys in, in baseball years. Mm-hmm. That will be a good introduction into the clubhouse. And chances are they'll probably pick up a veteran or two. I hope so. They, don't, they better pick up somebody. We need a power hitter. Because I'm sure they'll pick up a, a a platoon veteran guy. Yep. Be good for the club. Hopefully that fits the system. Yeah. It'd be good. It'd be great. And then people have been speculating Hosmer as a signing. Really? Decent power. It's okay. I'm not looking for like a home run every time. Just, yeah. just get on the base. Decent power, but he's a good hitter. And allegedly, base hits. Okay. Just get base allegedly hits. he's a good clubhouse guy too. That's what, for what, that's for what the Sox what, needs. For what that matters. No, well, the Sox need that. Yeah. They do. They don't need bad karma. They don't need bad negative influences mm-hmm. in the locker room with these young kids. No. You don't want to spoil them like that. Yeah. Teach so, them the right way, then if, then they can just evolve their own way. The coaching staff is filled out, and it's official. Beautiful. And uh, Buster Only, right? Uh-huh. He tweeted out He tweeted out the other day. I, I, found, I was like, whoa, wait, what? He goes... 
Aaron Boone, who hit one of the most famous homers in Yankees history. <sighs> God damn you, Aaron Boone. I'll, I'll, I'll ask you a question after. Go I'll ahead, never finish, forget finish. that. Yep. And has served as a, uh, an analyst on ESPN Sunday Night Baseball the, for the last two years. Is among the candidates to be the Yankees' next manager. Ooh. According to sources. But an interview hasn't been scheduled yet. Oh, so it's not official? No, no Still official works. interview, but that's that's according to his thoughts, and I'm sure he's got pretty good sources because he's he's pretty he's he's one he's, of the strong beat guys for the MLB. Yes, he is. I like I like Buster only. I do too. He doesn't screw around. Yeah. I've always liked him. He always has good takes. Great writer, good content, good personality for that brand. But Aaron Boone, he has zero coaching experience, and you're gonna throw him right in, right in as a Yankees manager. I love how these, I love how the like Fox announces and like Joe, like what's his face was too before he's picked up for the Yankees too. Joe, um, oh, was the last Girardi? one? Yeah, Girardi yeah. was a Fox announcer. Now <laughs> Boone was. Yeah, I love how they just pick up. But he had ex- some, he had some experience. Yeah, but, but I know. But still, I love how the they trend. just pick up Fox announcers for managers now. That seems to be the trend though <laughs> in the MLB that they're taking guys with little to no coaching and manager experience. So where is this league going? What do you mean? Because they're not going the, they're not pulling experienced guys in know, for these uh, roles. You know what I'm what saying? Do you want Dusty Baker to? No, Coach but the, I'm saying the Yankees? I'm saying you're not so there's no guys in your minor league affiliates that you're interested in or oh, the affiliates of other teams like there's no Triple A managers or there's, there's no pitching coaches. So you're basically saying there's no one in this farm system that you trust that the coach the Yankees. Yeah, you don't have a bench coach somewhere across the MLB that you're interested in that might want to crack at it or a base coach or something like you know, know what I mean? mean? No, someone I with experience. Want yeah, you want someone that knows what they're doing. Yeah. Not someone in the booth who just watches the game. Yeah. Doesn't know the ins and outs of the Like, I will say Aaron, Aaron Boone is a smart ball player. He is. I give him credit. As much as I hate his guts as a, as a baseball player, as a baseball analysis on the no, television he's, he's set, he's good. He's good. He is. He understands the game. That. Yeah. And he was a pretty good player. It's just that sucky... Occasion that happened against us. <laughs> All right, let's, let's bring you know it up. I mean? Where were you when that home run happened? Oh, I was in my bedroom watching it on the television set. I had the bunny ears on my TV. Nice. Yeah, I'll never forget it, man. I was just sitting there watching it, and I was like, you have to be kidding me right now. Thing was a shot. You knew right when it left the oh, path yeah. that the thing was toast. I don't blame Tim Wakefield at all. I don't think anyone no. does. No, there's Grady nothing little. he could have done. That was all on Grady Little. That whole game could have gone totally different. Oh, yeah. It was just he was stuck in a bad place. So I had a concussion that week because I was playing football at Curry. <laughs> so let me. So I have a concussion. It's game seven. My dad calls me. He goes, Auntie Marilyn died. I'm like, oh. She was like an 80. How old was she? She was like 80-something, 90-something-year-old. Years old. She was a huge Red Sox fan. So right off the bat, before the game starts, I'm like, I don't like this at all. This is just a bad feeling. I have bad vibes going in watching this game. So I'm watching the game, watching the game. Now, we have... Like I live in a suite, so there's like, you know, dorm rooms across the hallway and down the street. So two doors down, there's a room full of girls and about four or six of my Yankees fans because they're from New York, and they've been just chirping the whole week at us. You know, just the whole you know chirping, chirping, chirping. So you know we're up like, yeah, screw you, you know, yelling. Yeah. Aaron Boone hit that home run. All I hear is Frank Sinatra, New York, New York. I'm like, you effing bitch. I started kicking the door. Come on here and face me. Come on. It's like, bro, chill out. I'm like, I'm not going to hurt them. I just want to yell at them. That's all. I don't want to, like, no physical harm. I just want to yell, verbally abuse them right now because yeah, I hate yeah. them. 
Oh, I was going nuts. I was going to do the same thing when the Giants <laughs> won the Super Bowl in college. Because there was a New York, there was a few New Yorkers that lived across oh, like God. the quad. It was a horseshoe. And they lived across, and they had, like, all their giant stuff in the window when it was happening. Yeah. And they knew me. Like, I knew them. Like, we were cool with each other yeah, and stuff. But, yeah, but when it happened, dude, we were yelling at each other through the window, <laughs> like, across it. Awesome. We're like, oh, Giants won. I'm like, F you. You suck, man. <laughs> that was uh, a bullshit catch. Uh, you dude, know it. People, uh, it was funny. But, <laughs> hey, whatever, man. So one of our Twitter followers, Jason A., brought this to our attention. Yep. Before we hit the Just for Food. Mm-hmm. Little Debbie had it was it's a pretty good uh, promo or social media stunt that they did here. Yeah, it was. So he he tweeted at us the picture that they posted, and it said, "One gotta go forever." So Little Debbie's posted it was four items: it was the Christmas trees, mm-hmm. the nutty bars, the oatmeal cream pies. And the honey buns. <laughs> I saw the honey buns. Instantly thought of you. Go, oh no, he's gonna freak out. Oh, dude, that. that's what that's what he said. He's like, you know, the dude ain't yeah, picking yeah. the honey buns. Oh, yeah. He's down with the honey buns. Mm-hmm. So, according to the Today Show, oh, according to McKee Foods, who is the parent company of Little Debbie's. Okay. So a lot of them are owned by someone like yeah, Bimbo. I know what you mean. Yeah, Bimbo like, Foods owns like Arnold Bread, yeah, yeah, Fry yeah. It's like one of those umbrella. Yes, umbrellas. exactly. According to them, none of the products we listed on the Twitter post are in danger of going away. Okay. So nothing's happening. Their social media team thought it would be fun to get in on the One Gotta Insight. Go campaign. Yeah. To get an insight on what people think. Yeah, that was like a trend on Twitter, One Gotta Go. So that's what they did. And you you responded with nun- the Nutty Bars. Yeah, those are gross. And I don't like for I'm me, not a fan of those. I, was, I, love all, I like all these. Okay. But if I was to pick one... I probably would go with the Christmas trees. That should be more of a seasonal thing. No, it is. It oh, is okay. a seasonal item. That's mainly why I chose the Christmas right. trees to go. Christmas trees got to go. I can I can deal with so the seasonal produce, item being So down. they start producing them now until like winter yep. January. Yeah, they're on the shelf now. All right. Yeah, uh, they're wicked good. I like those ones. Yeah, no one should, and obviously no one should touch the um, oatmeal cream pies. Those oh. are delicious. Yeah. And the honey buns? Come I, on. I know you're obsessed with them. The nutty, I like the nutty bars. Nutty bars are good. I don't, I'm not a, no. Particularly out of the fridge. No. That seems to be my trend with a lot of these. But the oatmeal cream pies, uh, who is it? Speedway. Speedway's got them. They're like 50 cents for the big ones. <laughs> they have all. Of course you know this. <laughs> <laughs> they have all Let the little Debbie's snacks in there for 50 cents. The big, uh, like the good size ones too. So you can get the fudge rounds. You can get the uh, the strawberry shortcake rolls that they have. Those are really good. I haven't tried that one yet. Oh, yeah, those are good. They got the nutty bars, the honey buns. Mm-hmm. They got them all in there for awesome. 50 cents. Go in there, two for a buck. You can't beat it. And you get one of those, and then you get a drink. I think the drinks are like 79 cents or something for the fountain beverages. Tea, the 99 cent ones. Oh, yeah, okay. you can get one of those. You can get a fountain beverage for 79 cents. And then when you when you buy X amount of them, you'll get a free one. Oh my it's a good deal. It's if you have the Speedway Pass. <laughs> but you, you can't. You do. You have the Speedway Pass. Yeah, because I want the free. I want the free fine <laughs> oh beverage every so often. <laughs> I think I might have a coupon in the car, but they they're uh, date restricted. They expire after like a month or something. So Damn coupons. I, I hope I can still use it. Goddamn right. coupons expiring. I'm gonna have to check that because if that's the case, I'm gonna stop there today and I'll get a couple little debbies. <laughs> nice. Whatever, man. Hey, do you? Yo, snacks, baby. It's all about the snacks. Speaking of snacks, what's up? So- 
The dude thinks a candy bar shouldn't cost more than a dollar. Bird will do anything just for a food. Add them both together, and you got just for a food for a dollar. Right here on the Dude and Bird Show. So stick around, because they're going to try something new right now. So a while ago, when Just for Food originally came about, we were talking about Reese's Cups. And I said I was a fan of the Reese's Big Cup with the Reese's Pieces. It was a new one. And I came across. Ooh, I came across. Them? Yes. Yes. They were in one of the, like, those, oh, yeah. those sleeves that they sell. Yeah, yeah. Of like, I know, the four of them. Yeah. yeah. You peel open and slides right out in the white little cardboard thing. Yeah. yeah There'll be like six about. of them in it yeah. or ten or something. And I came across them and they had the Reese cups with the Reese pieces Ooh. inside of it. So, of course, <laughs> I had to grab it, dude. I'd be crazy not to grab it. Why wouldn't I get it? So, of course, I did it. Yes. So today, during Just for Food, yes. here on the Dude and Bird Show, we're going to try these live on air. Now, the when, thing, I, now, the, when I normally eat these things, I just do it in one bite. Oh, me I'm too. I'm a savage. Me too. <laughs> but the thing, though, with the sleeves I think every man is the that. cups end up, they're a little smaller than they normally are. Yeah, the minis. Like, not really minis, but I know what you mean. Yeah. So I'm going to do the normal mm. human being way. I'll take a bite out of it. Oh, no. I used to write I know. You that. just did. So, I know. I just want you know. Mm. The, the PCs give it a nice little crunch. Yeah, they do. I just bit into it. Mmm. Because Reese's Cups are bomb. Anyways. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you hate Reese's Cups, you're probably psycho. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I shouldn't say that because I eat my cereal dry, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a little weird. Mm-hmm. But, and people that can't have peanut butter. Oh, right? yeah. That's allergies. Mis- yeah, that's, that's allergies. That's fine. Yep. My body I don't know what can't I do. peanut butter. I'd be pissed. Soy. I like it. Uh, yeah. The the PCs give it a nice crunch. Mm-hmm. It's your generic Reese's peanut butter cup, so it's obviously good. But the PCs are a nice addition to it. I can see myself purchasing these. Oh, definitely. Buying for the niece and nephew. Oh, Here yeah. Cool nuts. Oh, yeah. And you'd probably eat half the package anyways. Yeah, most, most likely. <laughs> <laughs> That's really why I that buy really them. really delicious. Yeah, they're good. Especially with the PCs. Because the past couple of... Just for food segments we've done have been ass. Yeah. <laughs> we needed a good turnaround Thank here. God. So, change-wise? Oh, dude, I, I give them 95. Easy. Easy 95 for me. They're what's really the, what's good. What's the highest I've had? Do you have it written down? Oh, yeah, of course I do. I got, right it, down, in, I got I, it in the notebook. Is Franklin not going to do it? Damn it, Franklin. Get off your ass and do some shh. Uh, your highest. Let's see here. Ninety-five. Really? All right, I'll go ninety-four. Ninety-four. Because what was the ninety-five? Um, Cape Cod waffle cut potato chips. Yeah, I probably buy the Cape Cod waffle chips before I buy the Reese's. Okay, so what are you going with? Ninety-four. Ninety-four cents for Bird. I'm missing a couple here. I'm gonna have to go back and get those scores. Do it. Slack City, bro. Slack, Slack City. Yeah, because <laughs> what was there was that there was Dallas. What was last? I think what is that? Because it's a one eight seven seven cards for kids. Wants well, a radio joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. One eight seven seven cards for kids. So my brother just K-A-R-S sent me a text. Cards it's Doctor Dre's Doop Dog saying because it's one eight seven, and on the bottom is the seven cars for kids. All four of them on that. TV and radio commercial that you hear all the time that annoys the f out of me and probably everybody in the states. Ugh. 
that's pretty funny. Donate your you know what? I'll put on the Dude and Bird Show podcast right now on the Twitter handle so you guys could laugh. Yeah. Not right now. Are you? Yeah, I'm going to do that right now. Okay. Good job, Bird. Thank you. Thank you for, thank you for coming today. <laughs> and thank- oh, well, Franklin won't do anything because he's lazy and an incompetent fool. Hey, hey, hey. Easy, easy, easy. No. We need him. Cry. Need- Cry for me right now. Cry for me, Mr. Franklin. I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking that uh, Scarface Tupac song. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, Cry Me a River, Justin Timberlake. Eh. No? Okay. I like Timberlake. I do too. He's a five-tool player. I, I like, he's like, I, I, don't, I don't care what anyone says. He's like a Frank, I'm not saying up to Frank Sinatra standards, but he's up there because he sings, dances, and yeah. acts. He's, he's one of the closest things to him in recent memory, right? Can't argue that. But anyways, it's time for the Dude and Bird Show to hit the pike and store our drive. Yeah, we do. So until next time, make sure you go follow us on Twitter at Dude and Bird Show. Like us on Facebook. Tell all your friends to subscribe and rate us on iTunes, Google Play, all that other happy horse crap. You already know the deal. Yeah, so go Patriots down yes. in Denver. It's going to be a hell of a Sunday night primetime game. I'll say 27-13. Okay. All I know is that they're going to hit the over and they're going to cover. I'm not picking the score. I'm giving you that. Picking it and sticking it. Nice. So until next time, we hope you enjoy your week, weekend, whenever the heck you decided to listen. Yep. And the next week's segment, we do Survivor Series, winners and losers, because next week is Survivor Series. So we'll do that. Ooh, that's a big pay We're just going to do the four pay-per-views for now on, because I asked a few yeah. your pay-per-views, like, I don't even care, dude. It's no mercy. I'm like, all right. So yeah. for now on, no, we do Royal ones. Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. Yeah. That's it. No. Cool. The, that that's kind of like the championship for each major sport that yep. adds up to four. Exactly. So the four major pay per views works for me, dude. All right. Sounds great. All right. So until next time. Yeah. Get loud, Boston. <laughs>